Welcome to a very somber Lombardi's Legends podcast with Dane here with Wags. Um, Wags, that was about as painful as they come in the regular season. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to flip it right off on you because we, yeah, we didn't get a win. But honestly, sometimes you have a game like that uh, and it's not very stressful because it's already done by halftime, essentially. And Mm -hmm. Uh, you, you just chalk it up to it wasn't your day. And while I think we can say that there needs to be significantly improved play and we've got to make sure that we're showing up every week, um, otherwise that's what's going to happen to you in this league, I, I'm not going to you know, get uh, too uh, concerned about one week against a, a team that was really probably needing, that we talked a little bit before the game even, that Tampa Bay probably needed this game a little bit more than the Packers did. Yeah, there's no doubt about it uh, that they did. Uh, I thought the Packers um, looked, you know, they, they looked like a team coming out of a bye week. You know, they they were clicking so well after those first four weeks. Um, the trip down, some hot weather. Uh, we saw this last season too, quite frankly. You know, uh, after the bye, they just came out. Didn't quite look like the team that they were. I, I thought early on the uh, pass rush for Tampa Bay looked ferocious, but we were able to pick some up. You know, got off to that ten point lead. Obviously, we know the rest. Uh, things went downhill pretty significantly from there. Um, but I would tend to agree with you. I mean, the sky's not falling, right? And Aaron Rodgers didn't forget how to play football. It's like I liken it to um, everybody's had a bad day at the office once or twice in their life where everything seems to be going wrong and nothing you can do about it at a certain point. And this game started to feel like that where, you know, one thing went wrong and then another, and then there was just a complete breakdown. It's like, well, you know, this just isn't our day. Yeah. I would say if anything, that would be the one thing that uh, if you want to be a little bit concerned is that this team didn't seem to handle that adversity very well. Things started to unravel a little bit. I would say it's a pretty pretty big aberration uh, anytime Aaron Rodgers throws an interception, let alone a pick six. Uh, and he almost threw two pick sixes, essentially, uh, in back-to-back series. Um, he's got – he had, going into this week, two pick sixes his entire career. One of our buddies sent us that. Uh, we said that he jinxed him. But um, almost two in back-to-back uh, possessions – it's it's so, like, mind-boggling. I don't even know how to react to that. So it's just, you know, that's not going to happen again. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to allow that to happen again. Uh, so it, it, if, if the fact that it did um, meant that they probably were going to have a pretty big hurdle to overcome, uh, I realized uh, that the game was still close uh, after that happened. Uh, so, but I, I think that's, that's the number one thing. I mean, it looked like we had all the momentum in the world. We uh, had a couple of really nice offensive possessions to start this game and then threw a couple pick six or a couple interceptions and all of a sudden the wheels just completely came off. So um, I think we've got to be a little bit more mentally uh, tough and, and battle through that adversity. And I'm sure that's what the coaching staff is going to be uh, stressing uh, and the players aren't going to like film session too much uh, the next couple of days, but um, uh, they'll put it behind them 
uh, learn um, and and be more prepared and, and ready to go next next week. Yeah, no, I think so, and I I don't think Wags it does us much good to go you know through the series or anything like that. I, I think it was a uh, it, it was just ended up being a pretty rough outing. Um, we're optimistic guys, right? I mean, I think there were a couple bright spots, individual performances that. Um, that were worth noting. Um, I, but I think um, before talking about any individual players, uh, the good news is is the reports out right now uh, that uh, the Packers believe that David Bakhtiari avoided serious injury. I mean, you know, by the third quarter, Wags, I was like, get Rodgers out, get Adams out, get Jones out. Um, you know, they're fight to see another day. We got a lot of season left. Uh, so when Bakhtiari went down, that was obviously a huge concern, one of the best left tackles in football. But uh, while not official yet, it does sound like he uh, avoided that serious injury. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the best news that you can get out of a yeah. game like this, quite honestly. Um, it's crazy thing is I know you said you didn't want to get into all the breaking it down. I think I would say on the, uh, one other thing uh, in relation to the bouncing back uh, after the two interceptions, uh, the next series really could have come back with a touchdown. And, and I wonder if the game, how it would have, turned out mm-hmm. up there because mm-hmm. we've got a Aaron Jones bobble uh, that overturns a, a long 23-yard uh, pass uh, on the first mm-hmm. play of that series. Uh, and then we've got uh, a wide-open, wide-open Mercedes Lewis, uh, and Aaron Rodgers makes that pass in his sleep normally. And I, I think I think he thought Mercedes Lewis was, was 25 still <laughs> when he threw that ball yeah. out there. No, all respect to Mercedes, but um, they, that could have He's been. He's not a, the fastest guy in the team, right? No, <laughs> but that could have been a, a huge gain, um, and, and that doesn't work out. Um, it, it, you know, there's, you just go on down the line. I, that I just it just was just a little bit off, and that that was something that we were worried about. And I think, unfortunately, it was like you take all of the worst possible things that we talked about coming into this game and then compounded them with a couple of Aaron Rodgers interceptions uh, and one of them going for a touchdown and one of them basically going for a touchdown, which I would never predict in a million years. Um, it, it, it was just like a, a perfect storm. So um, any in any event, uh, I think that's the, the best takeaway to get. So Dane, um, what were some of those individual performances? I'll, I'll let you lead it off on that because – um, I agree. Um, you've got to focus on the positives coming out of this week uh, and then just go ahead and build on that and, and just count on the fact that all of the crazy things that happened won't happen again next week. Yeah, I've got – you know who I'm going to start with is um, – won't be heralded, but I think it's uh, important to note. I thought John Lovett played a pretty nice game. I mean, the run game didn't go going, but I loved what he did on special teams. He had a monster stick. Uh, on one of those uh, coverage units uh, that was really exciting to see. He plays with a lot of good energy. Um, It's nice to see a guy like that who's now getting more and more snaps on the offensive side of the ball, but is also contributing on special teams. That's what you have to do. I mean, that's what John Kuhn did for all those years, too. Uh, so just somebody that I wanted to give a quick shout out to, uh, and, and, and kind of played his backside off uh, throughout the entire game. Um, again, you know, 
rushing yards were few and far between, but he was sticking his nose out there in special teams a lot. So, uh, you know, kudos to John Lovett for doing a lot of the dirty work that uh, isn't going to make headlines and a lot of people don't recognize, but uh, it's it's important to have those kinds of guys on this team. Yeah. Um, I, I'd also say while it's not necessarily the guy you want to be giving credit to uh, too often, uh, J.K. Scott for not having hardly yeah. any work so far this year. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, had a lot yesterday, but I thought he did pretty well. So sometimes, you know, sometimes that can be a rhythm and a timing thing too. You forget that these guys need a lot of repetition, and J.K. Um, had some nice punts yesterday. And I think uh, he, let's hope he can have some games, more games than not. It's just two or three punts in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, those two or three punts can mean an awful lot and swing some field position, pin pin the other team inside the 20. Uh, so it's good to see that he didn't look like he was off his game, at least. So uh, kudos to him for getting the job done yesterday as well. Great, great. Yeah. Um, another guy, uh, the defensive side of the ball, um, I thought Shannon Sullivan played really nice game again uh, in that slot corner. Uh, early on, he was playing good ball, but I thought throughout the game, uh, breakdowns and coverage, uh, there were a few, but I don't, I didn't see any glaring from, from Shandon at all. I thought he played really, really nice football again. Um, wasn't a flashy game by any stretch because, you know, nobody really looked all that flashy from Green Bay, but, um, it's just really fun and exciting to watch him continue to build and, and Wags, I gotta think that he's earning, um, you know, a potential, um, uh, contract extension with Green Bay with uh, all the work that he's doing. I know cap room is going to be tough, but he's just playing too good a football at too high of a level for now the second season in a row. Uh, he's one of those guys that's earned it. So, um, you know, got to highlight him because, I, again, a nice game from him individually. Yeah, and as crazy it is, might sound to say, I, I really thought that our – uh, linebacker and DBs overall played a, a really nice game. Uh, it, it, it was 14 points that were spotted to Campbell Bay by uh, our offense uh, that really got them going. Um, really, they even though Ronald Jones, uh, you look at the stat sheet, he he, he uh, was effective uh, overall, I think. But they bottled him up for the most part, for the first, you know, two and a half, three quarters, he really wasn't doing all that much on the ground. Um, You know, it it was um, Tom Brady getting a a high percentage of completions uh, after those first couple of possessions, but they also had a number of three and outs uh, early on. So uh, it's it's really hard to gauge. I realize you look at the the score and they, they, uh, Buccaneers had 38 points, and you think, oh, the defense got shredded. Um, it's strangely, it, that just really wasn't the case at all. Mike Evans uh, was basically shut down yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they did a pretty solid job on Godwin as well. Um, it, it was, unfortunately, Gronkowski uh, was the guy that got going uh, this week uh, with Brady. But, um, you know, it, it was it was sort of when the game started to get away from them uh, that Tampa Bay got a couple of nice possessions. And unfortunately, the offense, even after those interceptions, wasn't able to sustain any drives. Um, so sometimes that, that can just have a compounding effect. And I think really when you look at the, the rush yards given up, that was more just the defense just got tired. <laughs> they were out there on the field an awful lot um, over the, the last three quarters. 
And uh, so, um, strangely, uh, I, I was somewhat oddly encouraged by the way the defense played yesterday. I know, I know it may sound strange to say, but um, you know the pass pass rush didn't get home, um, and uh, so that was the one thing that I think yeah. could have swung things back in our favor a little bit. But um, that can kind of come and go sometimes week to week. Uh, so they they need to be a a, a little bit more aggressive there and uh, in, in getting some consistency. But um, outside of that, uh, I, I, what do you think? I thought the defense actually acquitted themselves fairly well. Yeah, I, thought, I think that's a great point. Um, and I, I totally agree. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about a defense that um, made some great plays. I mean, they put the Packers in the position there. Uh, you know, Packers are up 10-0 uh, and have the ball and they're driving. Right. So, I mean, it's um, defense, I thought, uh, played a, a fairly nice game overall. Uh, it, it just it sure doesn't look like it. Right. And you're right. I mean, Brady's able to get going. The Packers are taking some chances uh, to try to flip the field again uh, the other way. And it just it, it didn't work out. Um, I thought another guy who played uh, particularly well and just shows a lot of natural instincts lags. Uh, undrafted rookie Chris Barnes led the team in tackles, had 10 tackles yesterday. He's got a really nice feel for the game. Um, uh, opening series had a nice stick. Uh, just a guy who, you know, he, he makes those hits, but he also, he's a pretty sure tackler. Uh, you know, a, a couple things to clean up here and there, certainly. Uh, but he's not playing like an undrafted rookie. He, he's playing with a guy who has a lot of natural instincts and a lot of natural ability. And it really fits this defensive profile, I think, very well. And I think, Wags, the Packers may have found somebody in this Chris Barnes kid. He just, he looks the part. So, I mean, you know, when you're, when you're down and you're losing games, you start to watch individual guys, or at least I do, and I'm sure you do as well. I knew the game was out of reach, but I was watching him, and he just flows well, has a nose for the football, and just seems to have a lot of those football smarts. So um, credit to Chris Barnes, and it's exciting because I think, Wags, the, the big picture here is brighter days are certainly going to be ahead for this Packer team, this 2020 team. I think they're a very talented team that uh, got caught uh, a little bit uh, and, and, you know, things snowballed from there. Uh, but I think overall, the defense is going to be able to continue to improve. And uh, as you've said, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be throwing those kinds of picks uh, very regularly going forward. Yeah, and how often is Aaron Jones, uh, if he doesn't get hurt, going to have six carries for six yards? So, yeah, right. You know, it wasn't just Aaron. And, I mean, I think it was a, a total team meltdown in terms of the uh, effort that we were able to – I shouldn't say effort, but more so just uh, – um, you know, uh, execution uh, that we got out there yesterday. So, unfortunately, I think uh, it might sound cliche, but you play that game 10 times, and I think that was by far the worst possible outcome. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's a pretty pretty even matchup most of those uh, 10 times, and unfortunately things just got away from them a little bit yesterday. Yeah. So, um, Wags, yeah, I mean, and I, I think it goes to the coaching staff as well. Uh, I think there were about eight minutes left in the third quarter. The Packers, it was fourth and eight, and the Packers had the ball on their own 47, and we punted the ball, right? Uh, I mean, I, I think that that's, that's a scenario where you're kind of watching and you go, okay, um, 
it's not our day, right? And I think that maybe even the coaching staff recognize that as well, because that is very on like I think, uh, in some of those situations when, when you think you have an opportunity. And I think at that point, Rodgers is getting hit quite a bit, and it's kind of like, listen, we don't need Aaron getting out there, getting hit much longer. And, and by the fourth quarter, Timmy Boyle was out there taking snaps. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's I think, just about says it all. And, and um, so – uh, we, uh, I think we can just uh, put this one in the bag. Dane, do you have any other takeaways from this week? Any, any other items that you think need to be called out? No, I, I, I'm so glad the game's over. Uh, it was one of those games where I don't turn Packer games off. I just sat there kind of with the game down because I couldn't stand Aikman or Buck any longer. And I just was like, okay, let's just, let's, let's get this clock moving. So Wags, I'm happy to put it behind us. I'm eager to play the Texans this coming week. I think that we're going to have a big bounce back. Yeah. Um, I, (laughs) hopefully the Texans are kind of a a get well opponent (laughs) this week. So uh, we'll dive into that one later this week when we do our preview. Um, we need to reset our buttons, I think, a little bit here, uh, but uh, we'll be ready to go. Uh, I think one other, we talked about the encouraging news with David Bakhtiari uh, at the top. Um, relatively speaking, I think we were able to manage to get out of that game without any major injuries as well. So mm-hmm. to your point, uh, it didn't go our way, get those guys out of there and, and live to survive another week. So, um Dane, I don't have anything else to throw in there. If uh, any of you uh, fellow Packer fans still need to vent a little bit, go ahead and <laughs> give our cheesehead hot <laughs> lucky call. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're willing to play it back as long as you keep it clean. That's 608-285-2128, 608-285-2128. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. You know where to find us on the podcast. Um one of these weeks we'll be back on Instagram live afterwards. If we're not playing a night game or we don't get blown out by 30 points. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to keep this one short. There's not a whole lot else to say. Um, but uh, just like we always sign off with go pack, go, go pack, go.